I mean, do I have regrets? Gosh, I probably, yeah, I think I probably have a couple of regrets, like things I be like, man, I regret that. Only maybe two, but I am grateful for all the times I struggled. Be grateful for the times that you might be struggling right now and be grateful for the time you might be struggling in your weight loss because this is gonna make such a great testimony someday. I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison, and we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm Christy Code Red. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate that. And I don't just say that. I know I listen to a lot of podcasts and people say that, you know. And I mean, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see my face. You can see that I am sincere. And I hope that those of you listening right now, you can hear in my voice how much I really, really appreciate you tuning in and listening each week. Uh, That means a lot to me. Oh, you guys, I've got a good one. I've got a good one for this week. But first, uh, this week's episode is brought to you by Swanwick Sleepwear. All right, so um, for those of you watching, I am holding up a pair of daywear glasses. SwanwickSleep.com. This is a company that produces extremely high-quality blue-blocking glasses. It's a family-owned company out of Australia and We at Code Red, we believe in obviously sleep. Sleep is the number one rule when it comes to weight loss and good health. You ain't sleeping, you ain't losing. That's what we like to say. So at night, now, I mean, personally, I like to watch something on my iPad (laughs) every night before I go to sleep. Something different than what I do during the day. Like I like to, you know, I'm in, I'm, my job is demanding and takes a lot of time. And I like to watch Animal Planet or, you know, the Great British Baking Show. But so, so what the problem with blue light is it interrupts your, the production of melatonin. So you have to block the blue light if you insist on being on your devices, you know, two hours before bed, an hour before bed, that kind of thing. Because it's going to F you up, all right? It's going to make it to where you can't sleep. Now, the ones I have on right here, this is the Daywear. These are the Swannies, the Daywear Swannies. The nickname is Swannies. The Nightwear, they are tinted, and they block a lot more of the blue light. The Daywear prevents the eye strain. I have the Daywear right here, and when I, I mean, I'm on my devices all day long, 16 hours a day. Uh, so I wear the Daywear, and that helps just uh, reduce eye strain and just blocks the blue light. So guys, you can go to Swanwick Sleep, S-W-A-N-W-I-C-K, swanwicksleep.com and enter the code code red and you'll get 15% off. That's a large chunk of money. Come on. That's a large chunk of money on one of their awesome high quality glasses. Now, of course, nowadays, everybody's coming out with blue blocking glasses, but trust the best code red. We only team up with, we don't team up with very many companies. Uh, And we only team up with the best, the best of the best of the best. And this is swanwicksleep.com. Enter the code, code red. All right, let's get to it, shall we? We're talking about your pain is someone else's gain. What do I mean by that? 
hey, look, I mean, we have all been through some crap. We could go around the room. We could go door to door. We could ask each and every person the crap that they have been through. And I promise you, probably you would pick your problems. What is that old saying? Like if everybody stood around in a circle and threw their problems in the middle, everybody would reach in and grab their problems right back. I don't know. So I'm getting that wrong, but you know, you, you get it. It is everybody's got crap that they have gone through and you could hear someone else's crap and you go, Oh my gosh, I can't believe they went through that. And then you hear mine and you'd say, Oh shoot, she hasn't been through anything. And then someone else might hear mine and they just might pass out. I mean, it's just varying levels, but we've all been through lots of pain but think about it. Your pain is someone else's gain. Your testimony, the test that you went through has created the testimony and you're able to now share that with other people. Don't forget how powerful that is. I mean, talk about finding the silver lining, right? Talk about looking for the rainbow to look at like I'm trying to think here talk about getting a pot of gold I you know I mean talk about a, taking a the bad 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 situation and turning it around for good I've been transparent about the fact that I was in a domestic violence situation when I was nine, 19 years old 18 19 years old and at the time and for many years and really up until just a few years ago I was bitter about that situation, even though I would openly talk about it and other people would come to me and they say, thank you for being transparent and honest about what you went through. It really helped me. I didn't quite connect. I didn't connect the line all the way to a full circle. I was just like, yeah, you know, that, that I'm glad I could help. That's great. You know, but I always kind of still hung on to a little bit of bitterness. The fact that I had to leave in the middle of the night with no money, with only the clothes on my back, with it just a few things I could pack in a backpack and I had to leave and I never got to see my, you know, cats ever again. And I never, and I never got any of my things and it was horrible. And I was bitter about that for years. And really up until recently when I actually accepted the fact that I would not change that if I could. Whoa, mind blown, right? I would actually go through that again if it meant that I would be the person that I am today because I do believe that that helped shape me. A few years later, I had $36,000 I had saved to start my own gym. I always wanted to open up my own gym and I had I saved $36,000. Uh, and I, I was with a guy that I, that earned my trust and, and he stole it from me and blew it. And it was, it was devastating because I was left with nothing and I had to start over from scratch and it was terrible. But yet now I can take that pain and I can turn it around and I can use it for someone else's gain. As someone else is going to hear my story and they're going to be healed somehow, some way, I don't know. If you're listening to the sound of my voice, obviously you are, you need to remember the power of your ripple effect. You think you're just going through the motions of your life. You're just going through your day to day. You know, you're dropping the kids off at daycare. You're going to your job. You're walking the dog. You're fixing pot roast. You're sorting the mail. You're taking out the garbage and you just do it day in and day out. And you might be code red. Maybe you're going through a weight loss journey right now and you don't realize other people are watching you. Always remember your ripple effect. But if you are going through weight loss and you're struggling you want to kind of like, uh, at risk of sounding kind of corny, but like embrace the suck, just embrace the struggle because that is your test. That's becoming your testimony. 
and your pain someday is going to be someone else's gain because you're going to be able to tell that person what you went through. Oh yeah. Holy crap. This one time I was a nurse and every time I walked by and it was the holidays, I was right in the middle of my weight loss and I'm, I'm 30 pounds down. I got 20 more to go. And every, you know, the break room was full of junk food and donuts and cookies and crackers and and I, man, I stayed strong every day, every day, day in and day out. And I never caved once. You know, I mean, this is going to be a hefty testimony. You're going to be halfway through your weight loss and something tragic is going to happen. Uh, like one of our rebels, Ellie Clark, she's was right in the middle of her 150 pound weight loss and her dad suddenly died unexpected and she didn't even stumble with her food. She never once medicated with food. She never dealt with her grief. She never dealt with her anxiety. She never dealt with her stress. All through the funeral, through everything, she never turned to junk food. She stayed strong. And that is a powerful testimony for so many people that are going to listen to her story. Countless. There's just no, there is no way to even possibly understand the lives that she will touch and you included because of your testimony, because of what you might be struggling with right now. You know, the Bible says to pray for your enemies, right? Oh, <laughs> pray for your enemies. That's such a hard one to really wrap your head around. But you know, and I learned a lot. I learned a lot on a continuous basis from Joyce Meyer. And she talks about this too, but you're not praying for your enemies to win the lottery. I mean, you're not praying for your enemy to have a new car. You're not praying that your enemy will become, you know, rich and famous. When I think when the Bible says pray for your enemy, it really means pray that that person will come to an understanding of what they've done. And that was a hard one for me to wrap my head around as well, because I mean, <laughs> you know, you talk about someone who beat you up and mentally and verbally abused you as well, like in my case, and boy, you really don't want to pray for them at all. You'd rather just kind of see them rot in hell, you know, let's just, let's just be transparent here. You know, they caused you and uh, so much pain. And in my case, this guy caused me and many other women and children so much pain. So for me to, and I had, I mean, I, I tried not to do it bitter. I wasn't perfect at it, but at one point I just had to finally sit down and through clenched teeth say, Lord, I ask you, I pray for blank. I'm not going to, obviously not going to say his name. I don't want to get sued or anything. I pray for blank that he will come to an understanding of what he has done. I pray for him to be convicted and do an about face and turn from his wicked, horrible ways, because he's still a horrible person, and come to an understanding and ask for forgiveness and start walking the straight and narrow. And you got to do that sincerely. You don't want to do it fake. Like you don't want to say, God, strike him down, you know, like, you know, that kind of thing. And that's really powerful because your pain is someone else's gain. And if you can actually bring it to full circle and sincerely pray for that person and in your heart, forgive them from what they've done and wish for the best for them. Hope that they come up to the line and they are convicted for what they've done to you and other people. Perhaps that's really, that's a strong person. That's someone who has really come to grips with their uh, situation. And I know that I have said those words. I've been able to do it. There are a lot of things I'm, I'm working on in my life. And gosh, I mean, at the, uh, right now I'm 43 recording this. And so it's taken me many, many, many years 
to come to an understanding of this and really grasp it. You know, it's not easy. I get that, you know. Um, huh. But if you can truly understand that we're all going to laugh at this someday. My mom used to say like, uh, you know, <laughs> we grew up poor. I've told you guys this before. We did not have anything, any money, any money, extra money at all growing up. My parents made uh, very meager wages uh, as just blue collar working folk. And every amount of money that they had went to our family farm so that us girls could have horses and cows and chickens and pigs and dogs and cats and a farm and actual property. And we didn't have to be confined. We had space to run and all that stuff takes money. And so my mom would uh, always say, you know what, just the way that we handled crisis or things that happened in our life was my mom would say, you know what, you're making memories. It's okay, girls, we're making memories, you know, and we something tragic would happen to us, like something horrible, you know, and we, she would just say, oh, well, you know what, girls, we're making memories and always, always look on the bright side. And it really is a bright side of what you're going through. If your weight loss journey is just, if you're going through some some tragic times or some crisis, or you're, you're having a hard time in your weight loss, this is going to make for a great story. You know, I'm so thankful for what I've been through in my past. I'm so grateful that my dad was a disciplinarian. I am. I mean, that's, uh, he might cringe when he hears this. I'm so grateful that he demanded respect. My parents demanded respect from us girls. They demanded hard work from us girls. They were not allowed to give my dad a the wrong look. But see, that's disrespectful. And we were not disrespectful to our bus driver or to our teachers or to the principal. And to this day, we respect our elders. So we were raised strict. And I am really thankful that I'm thankful we got spanked. Maybe we got spanked a couple times. We didn't deserve it. But believe me, that made up for all the other times I didn't get spanked and I needed it. You know, I am so, I'm so grateful for all those times that were rough times. I'm grateful that my mom handmade us rag dolls for Christmas because there was no money for store-bought toys. I'm so grateful that I have that rag doll. It's sitting on my spare bed. I'm so thankful for it. It's great. It makes for a great story. And it really built character in us girls. We had to have jobs at a very, very early age. We had to buck hay at a very early age. We had to plow snow and muck stalls and feed animals at 30 below zero. Yes, no windshield, by the way. I am thankful for those hard times because, man, they make for a great story now and they make for a very strong person now because I know because of what I've been through, I can get through anything. I'm thankful for all the fights I lost. I am. I mean, professional boxing is not easy. I had a 15 pro fights and I lost a good share of them. And I'm so thankful for that. I learned so much more from that than I did my wins. I lost a fight one time. It's because I was cocky. Oh, I stepped into the ring so cocky. I hardly had trained for it. I was popular. Everybody knew me. My fights were sold out. I was the hometown girl, man. I was in on TVs and in newspapers and magazine covers, man. I mean, I was it. And I lost that fight because I got cocky. And best thing that ever happened for me, I learned right then, do not ever come into a fight cocky. You never know what's in that other fighter's heart. You got to be well-trained, Christy. doesn't matter how easy. Don't ever underestimate anybody. And I underestimated that girl. And I overestimated my training. 
So believe me, I am thankful for all those struggles. I'm so grateful for the times. I'm grateful for the fact that 2008, you know, the market crashed and I was living in New York City with my dog Champ. I was a subcontract employee, a personal trainer for New York's top celebrities and uh, film producers and authors and some of the wealthiest people in the whole city. And let me tell you, living in Manhattan ain't cheap. Any of you guys know it is not cheap to live in Manhattan. And I lived there alone for almost five years with my dog Champ. And it was extremely stressful because I, I could barely make ends meet. And I did not squander my money. It's just that the money I made, even though I was making good money, I cost so much money to live there. So everything I made it was gone at the end of the month, you know, I didn't have any savings. I just didn't. That just wasn't enough for savings. And uh, every penny I had went to my gym rent and it went to my house rent. And when the market crashed end of 2008, I mean, I just was losing clients one by one. They was losing their job. And uh, I ended up losing all the rest of my clients within nine days. I, every single one of them had quit training and I had nothing. And I got kicked out of my apartment my dog Champ and I were homeless. Somebody let us, a friend let us, thank the Lord, a friend let us sleep on their couch. I mean, it was horrible. I remember standing in the food bank line. I had nothing. And let me tell you how grateful I am for that time. Because as Code Red gets more popular and as my influence grows and as my popularity grows and as uh, the Code Red knowledge grows and, and people, more and more people around the world hear about me and Code Red, is a lot more exposure and you never want to forget where you came from. And man, I've got some good stories. Anytime I get on TV or anytime I get interviewed or I'm on a podcast, I've got so many great stories about where I came from because I grew code red from being on food stamps. I was so broke. I had a great program, but I didn't know how to monetize. And I was on Idaho state food stamps because I just could not make any money because I didn't know how to make money. I knew how to get weight off people. Didn't know how to make money, man. I got some good stories now, you know, it's amazing. And I would not trade those times for anything. I really wouldn't. I mean, do I have regrets? Gosh, I probably, yeah, I think I probably have a couple of regrets, like things I'd be like, man, I regret that. Only maybe two, but I am grateful for all the times I struggled. Be grateful for the times that you might be struggling right now and be grateful for the time you might be struggling in your weight loss because this is gonna make such a great testimony someday. When you become a leader or you become a Code Red coach or you go to spread the Code Red message, this is gonna be your testimony. This is gonna be the story that hooks people in and they're gonna, they're gonna gain from your pain. They really are. It's tremendous, it's a tremendous gift. I mean, it's kind of sounds sick and sadistic, but enjoy the struggles. You can enjoy your life or even in the middle of the struggles. You really can. You can just sit back and say, all right, what else you got? I'm smiling. All right. Yeah, the water heater broke. Okay. The lights just got turned off. All right. You know, my internet just got shut down. Like, I, you know, you could just send back and say, you know what? This too shall pass. I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be okay. That makes you into a tough person. Your pain could be someone else's gain. Do not forget your test becomes your testimony. Don't forget that. There's power in that. And if you can, if you can truly do it without being bitter, pray for your enemies. Pray for the people that hurt you. Pray that they will come to an understanding of what they did and ask for forgiveness and start walking straight. You know, 
walking the straight and narrow. I hope this helped you. I hope this really helped put things into perspective for you. And so you're not just thinking of just yourself as you're struggling, that there are other people who are going to benefit from your struggle. And maybe it'll help you kind of keep your chin up a little higher and just keep putting one foot in front of the other. That's all you can do right now. Just keep trucking forward. You can totally do this. You're a rebel. You're strong. My rebels are strong. My rebels are tough. They are resilient. They can do it. You can do this. You can do this. I believe in you. I really do. 10poundtakedown.com. That's where you can go to get on our next challenge. I'm looking forward to seeing you in there. I'm looking forward to having you on board. Become a rebel if you're not a rebel. If you are a rebel, thank you. Don't forget to become a Code Red ambassador. That way you get paid back for everybody that signs up for the challenge under your ambassador code. It's a super great way to not only spread the movement, but to make some cheddar. Yes. All right, you guys, have a good one. Good to talk to you. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you're a Code Red Rebel and you haven't already downloaded your free Code Red Lifestyle on-the-go guide, then now is your time to get a copy. This guide will teach you how to stay Code Red approved even with your crazy life schedule. To get a copy right now, all you need to do is open your podcast app, go to this episode show notes, and click the link to get your Code Red approved on-the-go guide. So I will see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle.